I want to know if it would be smart to get uh, the equity out of that rental property to purchase either uh, do a flip investment or just to get another property, a rental property, so I can have that um, reoccurring income for the future. Welcome back, friends and family. Today, we have a video for you from Dave Ramsey where he's talking about real estate, so we have to check it out. But before we begin, please make sure to smash that like button for the YouTube algorithm. It helps us out tremendously. Not very many people are teaching personal finance without also trying to sell you something. So maybe throw down a like because it helps us out and it's free for you. So we greatly appreciate it. This video by Dave Ramsey is called Borrow Against My Rental to Buy Another Rental? And because it has to do with leverage and real estate, we have to check it out and see what it's all about. Let's get into it. Hey, Emily, welcome to The Ramsey Show. So my question for today is I have a rental property that I owe $50,000 on it and I want for my future um, just to have an extra income. I want to know if it would be smart to get a, a equi the equity out of that rental property to purchase either uh, do a flip investment or just to get another property, a rental property, so I can have that um, reoccurring income for the future. Now, real quick before we hear their answers, she's pointing out some interesting stuff. Like one of the things she's concerned about is income rather than being concerned about debt. And I've pointed this out before too. I think it's actually more of a concern that you take care of your income first than actually worry about debt. The next thing is this whole uh, concept of like leveraging, purchasing a property, leveraging that, purchasing another property, etc., is pretty much real estate investing. Now there's crazy ways to do that. You can really screw it up like Dave did. There's much more conservative ways. We can talk about that towards the end because my suggestion for her is gonna be significantly different than Dave's. So stick around to find out what that is. Third response, in terms of flips, I'd be really careful. If you're not experienced flipping stuff, it's really easy for things to become too expensive or out of control, and then you can lose a lot of money. So if you're just starting out, you're gonna want quite a bit of a buffer before going into a flip. Also, and lastly, uh, interest rates are not great right now. So refinancing a home is gonna get you a really high interest rate. Flips are gonna have high interest rates. Um, that's something to consider when you're putting the numbers down on paper. It doesn't mean that you can't do it. It just means be a little bit more careful before getting started. Do you have a primary residence? And if so, do you owe money on it? Yes, but the, the thought is that we pay off the rental property and in a couple of years move into it and sell the house that we are living in now because the house that we're in now, um, we purchased it because, you know, we have uh, a lot of kids and uh -huh. soon, you know, they'll be out. So what do you we owe on it? Back in, on our house now that yeah. we live in, we owe 200000 So quick recap. She has two homes. One's a rental, one's her personal. She owes 50000 on one and 200000 on the other. We don't actually know the value of either one of these two at this point. So that's not terribly helpful. Kind of knowing that would be helpful. You have to choose the financial uh, method that best benefits you when the time comes. So when they get to the point of moving into this rental house, it might be a better idea to just rent out your personal home because you can get a personal home loan with a lower interest rate. You can keep that loan and rent the property out. So I wouldn't just say like, oh, I'm going to sell it. You know, got a lot of options in the future. Hold those doors open. 
Okay. But if you borrow on the rental, then you're going to move into a house, property that has a mortgage on it. Um, so it kind, of defe- kind um, of defeats your idea. Mm-hmm. So the what I'm in my head, like, uh, I don't know if I'm explaining it correctly or not. Is, no, um, you, said, future, I, you explained it. You said, I want to take out a home equity loan or an equity line of credit on the rental property to buy more rental properties. But I'm going to move in the rental property later because it's going to be paid for. No, it won't. You took out a home equity loan on it. And you, you, your whole thing was you wanted security, and all you're doing is taking on more debt. Now they're just kind of confusing the topic. She never said anything about home equity line of credit. She said refinance or pull the equity out. Maybe that's where Dave got confused. But she could pull the equity out by another property, cash flow to properties, that's what she's thinking, maybe pay down the loans over time. When she sells her own personal property, she's going to get equity out of that and then maybe pay the loans off. It's not personally what I would do, but, you know, I mean, it makes mathematical sense and Dave's wrong here because he's not really waiting long enough to hear the whole answer. He's just kind of jumping in before he hears it all. So here's the thing, okay? Emily, I used to buy and sell real estate for a living. I've owned over 2,000 pieces of property in my life. I went bankrupt when I was 28 years old doing the crap you're talking about doing, only I did it with like 100-plus properties while you're doing it with one. So what I figured out from that is that the shortest distance between where you are and wealth and security is not more borrowed money. Borrowed money adds risk and stress to your life and the chance of failure to your life debt-free moves you the other way. And when you're debt-free, you don't have any payments. You have a cash flow that's unbelievably wonderful. So if I were you, I would work to get both of these current properties paid off. And then if I wanted to buy more rentals, I would save up and pay for them. That doesn't move as fast as your plan, but it also doesn't wreck the car, which your plan can do. How much equity is in the rental? Um, 348000 you want to know, I'm going to just nice. tell you what Jade Warshaw would do. I'd want my primary mor- mortgage paid free and clear. When are, you, when are you going to sell the current house? The one that I live in now? Yeah, you said you're going to sell it and move into the rental, remember? Well, that's in a couple of years. No, not move. What well, a, yeah, what's in a couple, couple of years. What's a couple of years? Five or one? Well, no, my kids are still, um, the oldest is 15. So, I'm like I said, you know, once they get How much? How old is the youngest? Too. Oh yeah, You're this, not this is not moving. This is long, long term. I would. This is what Jade would do. I would get rid of this rental, take yep. the equity, and pay off my home because you're going to be in there the next ten years. Your kid is two. Yep. And then when you get that house paid off, if you want to buy some rentals or do some flips, you do them. Well, with, she's going to have extra you money. Do them with cash. She's still going to have money left over, so maybe there. You know, you're going to be there very so much faster. You can get another yeah, rental absolutely. and pay cash. Absolutely. That's what I would do. That's so opposite of what we what you called about mm-hmm. that you're not going to do it, but that is what you should do. All right, that's the end of the video. So first and foremost, I've made an agreement recently with you guys and with myself that if someone calls the Dave Ramsey show and asks the questions, you know, about investing into things, you know, with a higher degree of financial literacy and they're asking questions of Dave about things like debt and investing, You should just do what Dave says. You know, I said that last time, you know, do what Dave says. You called, so do what he says. There's tons of materials out there that'll help you understand what what she should be doing. And she chose the guy that's going to tell her, don't take debt out in any circumstances. In fact, risk whole portions of your life to ensure that you're debt free. Because we talked about this before. 
It's not being, you know, debt isn't the only thing that you risk financially in your life. One of the biggest risks in your life is relying on a single source of income, just having that job. If that job goes away, what do you do? If you don't have an answer to that question, if you're not ready to figure out how to live or maybe even downsize your lifestyle or figure out how to survive without an income at all, then income is probably your biggest priority. And she called with that mindset, like, hey, I feel like I need more income in the long term. Um, I'm a little nervous about just having this income now. If we get more properties, we can increase cash flow. And she is thinking long term, which good for her. Um, you know, definitely not moving into that rental property for a while. I wouldn't shut any doors like we're going to sell this or do this. You got tons of time to figure all that stuff out. My biggest question, she got tons of equity in this property. Um, I would love to take the equity out, uh, but the interest rates are not great right now. I have a couple of properties with equity in it that I could take out, but the interest rates just don't thrill me too much. So I'm kind of leaving it there for the moment. I'm hoping that, you know, if the Federal Reserve gets the recession that they're going for, then maybe I can take that equity out and put it into something, maybe more properties, maybe other investments, something like that. So I, I do like that plan. I wouldn't do it now, but, you know, she could do, you know, maybe the numbers work for her for her to do that. But taking that equity out and putting it somewhere else, I think is smart. Because if you can get a low interest rate loan and you can put that money into some place with much higher interest rates, in the long term, you're going to have a lot more net worth. Now, is there risk involved? Of course, there's risk involved. Dave points that out. You know, I don't think that any kind of amount of debt has risk involved in it. I think that those numbers, if you look at the extremes, you can quickly break down how much risk is involved by looking at it. The example that we usually give is someone with, you know, a $50,000 income, maybe with $10,000 worth of debt, that $10,000 is a lot. That's 20% of your annual income. It's going to be hard to catch up on that. The interest is going to be extremely high. It's not fun debt. Meanwhile, someone who makes an income of a million dollars a year, having even $100,000 worth of debt is still way less, still 10% than that other person. So the amount of debt isn't necessarily what determines the risk factor. I would say the the debt to assets or the, your debt to ability to compensate for any issues that you have in the future is what determines the risk factor. So in other words, if you have a property and you took out debt against that property in order to rent it out, which she did, and another 2008 occurs, would you be able to handle that? Like let's say rents dramatically dropped and you had to compensate for that for a while. Or maybe you lost a bunch of equity in the property and you had to compensate for that. You know, what's what's your game plan for if that occurs? And if you don't have one, then yes, debt is high risk. So one of the questions they didn't ask her that I find extremely important is what other assets do you have? Do you have things to make sure that you're safe and secure? Because if you don't, it might be worth just taking the equity out. And this is my answer. It might be worth just taking the equity out of the property and putting it into some other kind of investment so that you have that there in case you need it, in case something does happen with the economy in the next couple of years and you need that there to compensate for maybe a loss of rents, maybe a loss of equity. Me personally, and this isn't financial advice, but me personally, I would take out the equity and put it into index funds. Um, I prefer things that have like good long-term stability index funds have like short-term volatility, but looking for good long-term stability, like the S&P 500 index fund or the full market index fund, anything like that is what I would do so that I had other assets in another place that I could draw from in case of emergencies for this real estate. 
and it's what I do now. So I'm, I'm giving you the advice that I would do myself. You know, nothing different, and it doesn't cost you anything. But I appreciate you guys stopping by. If you have any questions, toss them down below. If there's anything I didn't think of, I'm always interested to hear it. I love debating with people in the comment section. I know it goes back and forth. We get heated sometimes, but it's a lot of fun. Check out WealthyIdiots.com. I appreciate you guys for stopping by, and I'll see you guys next time.